Hi, I'm Allie V, and welcome to Behind the Illness, a podcast about mental health. Each week, I'll talk about the psychological, social, and biological aspect of living with mental illness. We'll dive deep and analyze it from all angles and talk about how important it is to take care of our own mental health. Let's get started. What is up, everybody? Um, Wow, welcome to another episode of Behind the Illness. Um, For those of you who are new, I'm Allie V, your host. Um, Wow. So first things first, I say um a lot. I've already said it what three times now so that's cool i'll get better but i am really really excited to be behind a microphone again um so for a lot of you the way that you found me and my podcast was through streaming on twitch and that was getting to the point where it was getting a little brutal and i'm sorry for my dog barking in the background if you can hear that um soon i will have my own office just for podcasting i'm very very excited about that but anyway um so i would stream on twitch uh stream games or do like just chatting and things like that and um that's how a lot i met a lot of people that actually listen to the podcast and that's awesome um but at, at, at one point i started getting a little burnt out and then i haven't been back to it And that is because it terrifies me. So I uh, am going to keep doing this podcast. I, of course, took a break from the podcast as well. But um, we are back. We are looking to be going. I've got a full calendar for the next. um, Let's see. February, March, April, May, June. Up, up until about June, I guess. Um, I've got a full schedule. Um, I am really, really excited. I'm going to be um, incorporating a few other things into um, for promotional purposes, but also just to, you know, kind of build up the community of people that listen to this podcast. Um, one thing that I'm thinking of is a Discord server. Um, I'm not entirely sold on it though. So be, just because I'm, I'm on discord every day, but just because I'm just not, uh, sold on what, what purpose it can do for a podcast or even for my own brand, um, which is me as a podcaster, as a writer, things like that. So, um, if I do decide to do it, I will definitely let everybody know on social media, but, um, you know, we're, we're trying to expand. I'm, I'm really trying to expand this podcast. It's become my absolute baby. It's the one project or one of the two projects that I just haven't completely abandoned because I know that I love it too much to abandon it. So we're going to keep it going. Um, I I get burnt out a lot, but I always want to go back to it. And here I am again. So I've got a couple announcements, um, and they're fun announcements. So, um, I am going to be incorporating, I've had to, uh, postpone them for the past couple days, actually, uh, just cause I came down really sick. I'm actually really sick right now. Um, but I knew that I had to get this episode recorded. I didn't want to just say, 
oh well new episodes not coming out i don't want to do that uh to y'all so i can do that but i am very sick but i'm gonna get through it and um so so i had like a, a q a uh set uh for facebook live and it was where people could ask me questions about myself the podcast or even mental health um i'm still planning on doing that because i want to do it at the beginning of each season and i know this one's different just because i'm sick and i had to postpone but starting um in the next season which is about 10 or 11 weeks from now um well 12 weeks from now um we'll be doing another q a on the on the behind the illness facebook page so be sure you're there um be sure to bring some questions because we'll have a good time and then um that recording will go into a bonus episode um all you know after every live show so so um in addition to that um we're really just going to be kind of expanding it from there um i've got some ideas i'm going to lay them out but we're going to turn this um uh, well basically going to turn this listener base and uh and and following into a community and that's what i really want to do and it's going to be based on behind the illness or be- I'll, I'll say behind the illness is going to be the the founding uh reason that we're all going to be getting together um I am full speed ahead with promoting this thing, um, with recording. I've got, I, I've got so many ideas, y'all, and I, I can't wait for, for y'all to hear them and, and to be a part of them. And um, for for now, I will say the Discord is probably happening, but I have to figure out what what can I include, what what can draw people in. So. Be patient with me on that but it um it will be happening um there is a new website which has been the website before but i it had to be shut down <sighs> that was so frustrating facebook thinks that i spam people <laughs> with behind the illness.com i have no clue why so um i couldn't i couldn't even write behindtheillness.com on Facebook or Instagram because Facebook owns Instagram. And so no, I was not getting any traffic uh, to the website, so I had to shut it down. But it's back. Um, I have found ways around that so Facebook can kiss it. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, go go over there, uh, behindtheillness.com. And you can listen to the new episodes there. I've got um, an event page. I will also be adding an episode page where it'll have the list of episodes um, coming up. As well as uh, any events coming up. Such as the Q&A uh, live sessions or a particular series that I'll be doing. Such as, excellent segue for myself. Um I am going to be doing a summer series um, starting on April 30th and the sum- I'm going to be doing this every year. Um, uh, hopefully if, you know, if the podcast is stays up, then yes, I'll be doing this every year, every summer. Um, 
and I'm really, really excited about. But the summer series, April 30th, it is true crime. And what we're going to be doing is we're not going to be talking about um, the case per se. Probably a little bit just to get get the point across as to how we're going to research and analyze the the killer or um i guess just really the killer um and we're we're, that's what we're going to be doing we're going to be researching and analyzing only the killer not necessarily the case and because this is a mental health podcast it's behind the illness we're going to be getting behind what drives them what drives that particular person um even essentially what their mental diagnoses are and just talking about them i think it's going to be fun it's going to be super educational and all true crime buffs like myself will will really enjoy it as well so that starts april 30th um closer to that time i will be putting out a poll and uh asking you for some some names you know say like Ted Bundy or John Wayne Gacy, Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, I kind of really want to, I'm, I'm happy to do those. Of course, um, we're going to do 10 of them. Of course, I'm happy to do them, but I do want some that are going to be a little bit more challenging. And then that way we could actually kind of talk about it in the discord. So I'm very, very excited about that. That is the true crime summer series. So, I will be putting that information up on the website behindtheillness.com, but also make sure that you follow uh, the social media for behind the illness and it'll be there too. That way you don't miss it and you'll get to be a part of, you know, the voting process and, and getting some names in so that we can, we can do it, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I think we should just jump into it now. Um, I think that was all my announcements that I had written down. Is it? Yes, it is. So let's jump on into it, guys. Hey, friends. Because this is a mental health podcast, I just want to be super respectful and throw out a trigger warning for this episode. So I'll be talking about a lot of really tough things. And if you ever feel a need to need to turn off the podcast, please do. You have to take care of yourself. There will be no hard feelings. So today I want to talk about grief. Um, It is something that has a lot to do with our mental health. It can really affect our mental health. Um, you know, obviously when, when people go through grief, they, they go through some, uh, depression as well, but, um, at the same time, it's, it's not all just like one thing and I'll explain that later, but I want to talk about grief because in the past two and a half years, I have lost two best friends, um, ages 31 and 30. And I'm 30 now, so, you know, my anxiety tells me I need to probably freak out a little bit. But, um, I'm trying really hard not to. And I, a lot of you know that I lost a best friend named Katie in 2018. Um, if you didn't know that, I mean, you know now. 
Um, it's essentially why I uploaded that bonus episode last week. Um, I wanted it to kind of give me a little bit of a segue into this week because she was a big part of me telling my story during that uh, Twitch live stream in December. So, and then now, you know, I lost another best friend, um, not even a month after that stream. So, um, you know, I kind of want to do an update, but I'm not really close to doing that right now. But grief is something that's uh, in the, it's really taken over me lately. I have not grieved enough for Katie. I still grieve. I Even when I think of the fun times we had, I start crying. Um, sometimes people can just say her name and I start crying. Um, it's a lot of, it's a lot of things that I never got closure for. I didn't get to say goodbye. I didn't get to go to her funeral. And it was really tough. It is really tough because I still wish that I could just text her real quick when I'm feeling bad or text her when I have a funny joke to tell her. Text her when uh, we have a song suggestion. We would do that a lot. So um, music really helped us kind of explain our feelings to each other. It was, it was pretty cool. But um, being that we met um, actually at a mental hospital, um, a lot of people had things to say, but it was just friendship. And she was the first one that has ever told me in my life that you have something wrong with your brain, but that does not mean that there's something wrong with you. And after I heard that, that's when I was like, I, yeah, I, I just want to, I just want to be okay, but I know it's okay to not be okay, if that makes sense. So, and you know, I, I kind of want to make an episode just about her, um, separately from this, from this grief, um, episode, because I want to, exp I want to really expand more on that Twitch live stream, um, and I really want to do another episode. I, I want to do the same thing with my other best friend that died early January. She died January 2nd, 2021. Um, and she was actually the first and only guest on this podcast, um, Kayla. And um, so actually, go go listen to her to her story after you're done. Um, you can even go to my personal website, written by com, and she did a guest writing spot. So just go up at the top where it says guest writers and then go down to Kayla McKern. Um, she had such an incredible story and the fact that she, um, stayed alive for so long. It was nothing short but courageous, honestly. Um, and you know, the, t the title of this episode is Focusing on the Good. Just focus on the good. Um, and the next week we're going to talk about don't dwell on the bad. Don't dwell on the bad stuff that happened during your friendship or or whoever, whoever passed away in your life. Don't dwell on the bad um, because it's going to make the grieving just 
be worse, honestly. So that's next week. and But this week we're going to focus on the good. And since I've talked about Katie before, I'm going to talk only about Kayla today. Um, Katie still has a very important role in my grieving process. But since Kayla died, you know, only a month ago, it's still very fresh. Um, we, we were best friends for 16 years, off and on, really. And we had our hard times. And, but like I said, I'm not going to talk about them today. I'm really not going to talk about them next week either. I'm just going to be more general next week, by the way. But, um, it's really important. It's an important part of the grieving process to, to not think about those bad times. But anyway, um, I still don't know how she passed away. Um, we're, we're still waiting on that, but I hadn't spoken to her since July. Um, we, we had given up on our friendship again, but it was very amicable. Um, we, we both still loved each other a lot and because, you know, we were best friends, we went through a lot and then all of a sudden I'm hearing that she passed away and I'm just in complete shock. I think the shock finally went away and it's really not all the way gone. Um, pretty much after the funeral. Um, but also when the obituary came out, I was like, oh, okay, this is real. And then when I, I, I did go get to say goodbye, <clears throat> excuse me, I did go get to say goodbye to Kayla. Um, and it was rough and I hated every minute of it. And I'm still grieving. I mean, there were, there were times when I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to shower. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it was just major depression. <clears throat> and I guess that's my grieving. Sorry. Like I said, I'm really sick today, so I apologize for that. Um, man, so much happened though. Um, but the, the thing I want to talk about mainly, I know I'm rambling, so just hang in there. The thing I want to talk about is my anger. Um, I, at first, because she had some, you know, she had some mental issues, I automatically assumed it was suicide. Um, I think a lot of people did. But after talking to her mom, even just a little bit, I don't think it was. Um, I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to say more than that. But it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life was to see that casket and it just sitting there. And I knew that she was in it. And it still blows my mind. And I still cry about it. And even though we hadn't spoken since July, you know, I still had her cell phone number in my phone and I wanted to text her. I wanted to text her and tell her, oh my God, 
you know, how do I get through this? How do I get through this grieving? And then I realize I'm grieving over her. Can't exactly text her. And it really sucks. And I think I'm more angry about that. Um, not angry at her. I'm not angry at anybody, but I'm just angry. I'm just angry and I don't know how to not be angry. And last week I told my therapist about it. And I was like, I don't, I don't know why I'm angry. Um, you know, I've had anger issues since I was little, pretty much, um, that I worked through in therapy. And I said, you know, nothing's going on. I don't know why I'm angry. And she said, you know, I want, okay, so then I want you to tell me the five stages of grief. I said, okay, well, I don't know them off the top of my head. (laughs) Um, but I know that, um, like denial and, uh, depression isn't it? I think acceptance. And so she was like, okay, well, I'm going to tell you the five stages, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. And I said, oh, okay. Anger's in there. She's like, yeah, anger's in there. And it's something that really struck me as, uh, real, I guess, more than anything. It was real. It was real that it was happening and that I was in the, in the five stages of grief and it really never, I've never thought that I would be in that position to have to deal with the five stages of grief. But since I'm human and humans lose people all the time, I am just as able to have to go through the five stages of grief as anybody. So, um, again, so it's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. So I was definitely in denial. I think I, uh, still am. And I think I'm in the anger stage, uh, for sure. I, do know that I went through some depression. Um, so I didn't know if it could move out of order or not, but it apparently can, um, can be a little bit out of order. Um, I have not hit the bargaining thing, you know, the bargaining, I I don't know why I said thing, uh, the bargaining stage where I feel like, okay, can you take me to, or, you know, talking to God or, you know, whoever you believe in, but I'm not getting into that. <laughs> um, talking to God and just asking him, okay, can you take me to, or can you bring her back or things like that? I haven't gotten to that because honestly, I feel such a sense of peace that she is no longer fighting her demons and because she did have demons and she's just safe. She's safe. And I don't have to worry about her hurting herself because I constantly worried about her because she is my best friend. So, you know, I'm still, I'm still on that stage. Um, for Katie, um, I would say that I have been through the five stages. I've, I've accepted that she's gone. Um, 
and it's it is it sucks but and I still cry but I think that's normal and I don't beat myself up over it when I do cry and it's just it's it's hard it's really difficult to go through the grieving process I've I've had people die that I knew but it was nowhere close to them being as close to me as Katie and Caleb are. Excuse me. And it's always, I know it's always going to be difficult, probably for the rest of my life, because I don't get to see them. You know, if I'm, if I'm alive, I don't get to see them like I want to. I don't get to hang out with them like I want to anymore. I don't get to text them and start gift wars and play video games I don't get to do all that anymore and it sucks and it and the, the reason I bring this up is because I know that a lot of people have lost people especially during these times with COVID um, it really is it's so difficult it's so difficult but I will say that it's not impossible to get through we can all get through it and it'll take some time and it's going to take some support from other people and it's going to take effort as much as I hate to say that because I you know when I'm depressed I kind of just throw myself a pity party and I don't really want to put up any effort on my part and but I know that I had my time of crying and I can still cry, but I still have to live because one, that's just unfortunately the way that life works. And two, I know that both Katie and Kayla would want me to just keep living and not just stay in my bed all day. Um, as much as I, as much as I want to, they wouldn't want me to do that. They would want me to. They both love traveling. They they would want me to travel to see things that they maybe didn't get to see. Um, Kayla loved camping, so she would want me to go camping and have a good time. It's it's all kinds of stuff, and I I have a hard time believing that. I have a hard time believing that they're anywhere but heaven and that's not really something that I wanted to say on the podcast but it makes me feel better so I just said it anyway but this podcast in particular is just always when you're grieving just ask for help Go to therapy. Therapy can help you with your grieving. This it's definitely been helping me. And don't don't think of the negative stuff when you're grieving. Only think of the of the fun times, the positive times that you have. Because, like I said earlier, the, the bad times are going to be they're 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 not good for your healing. They're not good for your healing healing process. And so you're going to want to relive all of those bad memories or regrets and it's going to make you feel worse 
So that's why I want to talk about that on a completely different episode that's next week. And we're going to go through that because I've done a lot of research on it. And I, because I was doing that as well. I was like, I regret it. Like I regret, maybe I should have tried harder. Maybe I should have texted more. Maybe I should have told them that I loved them more. This and this and this and this. And there's nothing that I can do about it now. But I'm going to live my life and make them proud. And I'm going to tell my friends that I love them every single day. I am going to... I'm going to do whatever it takes for my other friends to know how much I love them because life is short. So, as I was doing more research, um, I... I, my therapist had told me what the five stages of grief are, but I forgot already, of course, <laughs> and I went to go Google it. So I looked up five stages of grief. I wanted to know more about them um, for myself, but also so that I could say it on the podcast. Um, so ag- again, you know, the five stages are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. But I also saw Um, something called the four tasks of mourning and I'm reading off my little note card so I apologize if I sound a little robotic (laughs) I'm trying to get better at that but anyway Um, one is to accept the reality of the loss two to work through the pain of grief yeah the pain of grief sorry I had to split that up three adjust to life without the deceased for maintain a connection to the deceased while moving on with life so i like that number four where you you know you maintain a connection but you move on so what um what i plan to do is i don't know i mean live life through them i i know it might sound silly but um are are even different for for certain people but there's a lot of people that get tattoos of like in in memoriam or uh in loving memory things like that um i don't have those words but i've got a tattoo of a pink cupcake um on my wrist on my left wrist with a semicolon next to it and i well i'll explain i'll explain what that is i should explain what that is um when i met katie um she was wearing a bright pink hoodie she loved her hoodies and uh that bright pink one was one that she wore all the time um but (laughs) so when you see like a, a blur of pink walking by you know it's katie when she's sitting down, she's probably eating some kind of sweets. Um, when we would meet um, in the mornings, because we had uh, outpatient therapy together. It was like a group therapy uh, setting uh, five days a week. And um, she always had a cupcake with her. And she was always eating that cupcake. and Or a cupcake. Not the same cupcake. Whatever. Um... <clears throat> And I said, don't you get tired of cupcakes? And she said, who would get tired of cupcakes? (laughs) But um, 
I, I just remember that about her. Um, so I just incorporated the pink with the cupcake, and I have a pink cupcake on my wrist. And uh, a semicolon. So um, what I plan on doing uh, is getting one for Kayla as well. And I'm not entirely sure what I want yet. I have an idea, but not entirely sure it's what I want yet. Um, and that is something that could help the grieving process. That way you make it, it makes you feel like you always have them with you. It's like this this I don't know for me at least it's that pink cupcake it's always going to be on me for the rest of my life so I always have Katie with me and it reminds me to keep making her proud and so I want to do that for Kayla too and it'll remind me to make her proud and not live life with regrets and not live life with with hatred sometimes honestly you know, we had our rough times and I regret that. And it would also remind me to tell my friends and my family that I love them every day because I should have done that with both of them. And because I didn't, I do have those regrets, but it's not anything I can't fix now. I just wish I would have done it for them. So... That is something that I'm going to deal with for a while. It's still fresh. Um, still sucks. I still catch myself crying. Even crying myself to sleep some nights. Because I just want my friends back. Um, but, you know, to put it in, into your perspective, the listener's perspective. Don't beat yourself up. If you're still in the first stage of grieving. Don't beat yourself up. If it's going to take a little bit longer. Than somebody else to get over this. Or to keep, or to just start moving on. Because even a month. I feel like. I needed to move on. I've, I've, I've had people tell me. Stop crying and just move on. Well. Can't exactly do that. I knew her for 16 years. She was my best friend. Katie I only knew for how. I don't know, four years, and she was still my best friend. It just, there's no timetable on grieving. T grieving is subjective. There's no, like, right or wrong answer. And it's, it's not fair for somebody to tell you that it's time to move on. Because as much as I think they're trying to help, it, it makes you feel like less than because you're not in the right headspace where everybody else thinks you should be. So I don't think that's fair. But you have to take your time with the grieving. And you have to grieve properly. And don't, don't self-harm. And I mean that in a way of actual self-harm, but also um, over-medication or over- over drinking or drinking at all whatever your case may be you know it's it's all just I wish that people didn't have to die I really do um and it sucks but we're here 
and we can make a difference based on what our loved ones would have what have want what uh, will what they have wanted us to do we can live through them we can continue their kindness and their love that they spread and we can keep trying to make the world a better place i know that sounds cheesy and cliche but it's the truth it's just i wish that i wish that they were here and i wish that kayla could be a a guest on my podcast again and i wish that i could text her that i don't know stranger things is coming out later in the year or that i watched that movie that she asked me to watch or listen to that song that she asked me to to listen to i wish that i could do all that but i can't and it sucks so if you've lost somebody trust me we're all in this together um man it was uh it was a bumpy friendship (laughs) but because i want to focus on good things um i will tell you about a story um that will probably make you laugh or just be like wow that's really dumb whatever it was funny to us um so kayla and i met when we were in middle school she was in seventh grade i was in eighth grade um we were outside um because there's like an outside like courtyard type thing at, at that was at the middle school and uh we had lunch together and um I had, I don't know what year she joined band, but I had joined band when I was in fifth grade. So I had been playing for three years. Um, and I was in advanced, the advanced class in the junior high band. Um, I don't, I don't know when she joined, but she was, uh, not in the advanced class. And I think it was more like she didn't know that she had to audition for it, honestly. And, um, but we both played clarinet. And we were both holding our clarinets uh, in the courtyard and we had met through a mutual friend of ours. And, you know, Kayla and I started talking and we're like, oh, oh, you play clarinet? Yeah, you play clarinet. <laughs> and um, it was it was cool. And, you know, we honestly just became friends over over clarinet and music. And then it just kind of went uphill from there and we got to know each other more and, you know, the rest is history. But, um, there was one time that, uh, we went to, the band went to a festival where we performed and then we got to, it was like at a, what was it? Like a water slide, a water park, um, or something like that. I don't, I don't really remember. I just know we were at a water park, (laughs) um, and me, me and Kayla were, were pretty much uh, really, really good friends by now, by then. And so we just stuck to we st- stuck together. Um, <laughs> so there, the seventh graders took their own bus 
um, eighth graders took our own bus and but we still met up and we went into this like uh, it was like this pool it was just like a flow it was like a lazy river but it wasn't a river it was just like around a circle like within the uh, water park and we we were hanging out with another friend of ours and all of a sudden he gets up and leaves and I'm like okay well bye <laughs> Uh, don't say bye or anything and and we were you know we were just relaxing and next thing we know we hear our names being called over the intercom and we're like what is going on <laughs> and so we got out and we went and um went to our buses the buses were full because the reason our friend left suddenly was because he heard the announcement and we didn't for for everybody you know, within our little middle school band to go to buses and get dressed. We didn't hear it. So we were just like highly embarrassed. Um, we didn't have a place to get dressed. So we got on the bus all wet. Um, I asked if Kayla could get on my bus so that we wouldn't be so embarrassed separately. And they said, oh no, you have to get on your own bus. So we did. And then we went to like a Burger King or something like that to eat. And that's where we got dressed and dried off and all that stuff and to this day up until even the last time I talked to Kayla we still laugh about that because it didn't happen to anybody else except us <laughs> um and I think it's I, I just think it's a funny story like I said you probably found it dumb but that's okay because it was funny to us and it's like that's not that was like the first kind of shenanigan that we got in but it wasn't even on purpose and then from there we went into um shenanigans that we did get into on purpose and it was a 16 year friendship and uh it was fun it was fun it was stressful at, at times like I said but it was fun and I loved her she was my best friend but um that's why I try to think of funny stories like that because I know I'm still in the grieving process and I try to think of funny stories like that because it only makes me laugh. I don't, I don't think to be sad because those memories already happened. There's no chance of it being erased just because she's gone. It's always going to, it's always going to be there because it happened. It happened in the past and I love that and I wish that there were a future but the past is, and all those good times, I mean, it's, it's like road trips together, concerts, whatever else. I mean, we got into all kinds of stuff and I don't know. I wish that she were here so that we could talk about that, but it's okay. I'll, I'll tell that story another day and I think it'll be just as good. Because I know that, like I said, I mean, those memories are there forever. They don't just get erased just because she's gone. And they don't get erased just because I don't think of them or something, you know? But I am uh, going to stop boring you guys now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, um... Next week, we will talk about the bad parts of grieving. 
Um, I know that this was a little more open, um, even a little bit more open than I wanted it to be, but I kind of just let myself talk. I didn't want to think too hard about this because I wanted this episode and next week's episode to be genuine and from the heart because grief is genuine and it's from the heart. I mean, that's just how it is. So I am going to be doing a part two based on the bad parts of it. And I don't mean the bad parts of like my friendship with Kayla. I mean, cause I, I'm not going to talk about that, but I mean the bad parts of grieving, um, you know, the depression, the low hygiene, the crying yourself to sleep, all that stuff. Um, I'm going to get even more deeper into it next week. Um, because I know I talked about it a little bit this week and like I said, people that are grieving are, you know, we're all in this together. That's why there is grief groups. There are grief, um, grief therapists. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. There's, there's so many, uh, you know, resources for people that are grieving. And I hope that if you are grieving somebody, even if it's from 20 years ago, that's okay. I hope that you, I hope that you get help. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean that in a way that can help you heal because you need that healing because otherwise your body is going to shut down. There is such a thing as broken heart of dying from a broken heart. That's because all that stress from the crying and the, you know, thinking about that, really just thinking about losing the loved one. It's all that stress just flows into the heart, messes with the blood flow and essentially makes the heart stop beating. So it, grief can kill you. Um, and that's why I want you to do what you have to do to heal. And I mean that in a positive way. Please don't go, don't, don't go to alcohol. Don't, don't go to drugs. Those, those are temporary anyway. Go, go to therapy, go to group meetings, do what you got to do. Um, even journal. That's what I've been doing. Uh, I've been journaling and it seems to be helping. I've been talking to my therapist about it too, and it seems to be helping. So I, I want that. I want that for you too. So like I said, we'll dig even deeper into kind of the bad part, uh, next week. And if you have any, anything that you want, would want me to say on the podcast, if you are grieving, um, just hit me up on any of the social media, any of the, of the podcast or my personal social media, and, uh, I'll include it on the podcast. And, um, I, I'm going to get through it and you're going to get through it and we're going to be okay. So with that said, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. I'm so glad to be back. I, I've got a whole list of, of topics and the summer series coming up. Um, I'm very, very excited behind the illness is back, um, for good. So I love y'all. I 
want y'all to know that I am always here for you. And if I can't be, then I will bring you to somebody who can be there for you. But you can count on me, I promise. But I love each and every one of you so much. I will keep you all updated about the Discord server because I'd love to be able to have that community talk about the episode um, as they come out and uh, and everything else. I've got some ideas, um, and if anybody wants to help me with that, totally hit me up for that too. So, with that being said, I will stop talking your ears off. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. I love you. I love you. Hey everyone, it's Allie V. Thank you so much for all the support and listening to my podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, please do me a favor and leave the podcast a review. If you would like to be featured in a voice review or become a financial supporter, go to anchor.fm slash You can also go to my website, writtenbyallyv.com for more information.